Hi, you guys, and welcome back. Thank you so much for you keep on coming back. It's so awesome. So happy to have you here. Today's episode is a really interesting one, and I want you to open your heart to hear some advice. One of my episodes coming out next week will be Nobody Fucking Wants Your Advice. So just take everything you hear today with a grain of salt and remember that I know that I'm not better than anyone and I know that you maybe won't take this advice, but I advise that you at least open your heart to it. Love you guys. Hi friends, welcome to the Edge of Fear podcast hosted by Liz Basil Lewison at Liz Without a Pillow. Each week I'll be bringing you some different insights, lessons and laughs with an end goal of a more empowered and authentically happier human race. Everybody's got a story, and everybody's story is important. Let's do this. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Edge of Fear podcast. Today's episode is called Share Your Friends. This is a concept that I have thought about and tried to explain to people for, I would say, probably most of my life, honestly. But I finally have the language and the platform to really talk about it on the level that I want to talk about it because so here's the reason that I've been doing this my whole life. I was in high school, I was voted my superlative was most all around. And it's funny when I think back on it because I felt like I was the most all around, (laughs) like deep inside, but I didn't feel really worthy of that title. I was really proud of it and I was super excited about it, but I was like, what does that, like, what does that mean? What do people think of me then? So this isn't about that. This episode is not about that. This episode is about why being the most all around is an exact indicator of the person that I am and why now my mission is like to connect humans. And so two of my best friends are now married to or engaged to another one of my very best friends in the world. And the only reason that that happened in both instances was not Because I set them up intentionally to set them up to be like, oh my God, you guys would love each other and be so great together and definitely should get married. No, it was because I had friends in different groups and I was too rushed slash lazy to go to all my groups of friends separately. So I bring my friends with me to events. And that's really hard because when you're the friend, you're like, do I really want to go to this event with people that I'm not going to know anyone? Do I really want to go to this place where I'm not going to know anyone? I, I, it, It's really scary. A lot of anxiety comes on with that. Like you have to be a guest and being a guest can be scary because you're like, I really don't feel like I have like the mental energy or just the emotional energy or the physical energy to be my best self. So as the inviter, you have to be pretty compelling with your argument as to why you want the person here. As the invitee, you have to show up with an attitude about you that says, I want to be here. And for everybody at the event who doesn't know the new person it really it's like such a group group effort it takes for them to be hospitable and welcoming it also takes a little bit of everybody stepping outside of their comfort zone but when I think about my 
friends that have gotten together because they met a friend through a friend or, you know, they met their significant other through a friend. And I think about their lives apart and having never met how different everybody's life would be. And an idea that I had for the title of this podcast was Why Can't We Be Friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? You knew it was coming. So I had that idea because that is a really huge part of this for me is like connecting people and bringing your friends around. And so it's like I said, it's it's really a group effort for everybody involved to step outside of your comfort zone, to be able to invite a new person or to be able to be the new person. But this concept of no new friends, I get it, you guys. I've had my, you know, my closest girlfriends I've had for 20 years, 20 plus years I've been friends with the same people and I love them deeply. But that doesn't mean that I can't be friends with other new people. What happens when new people come into the mix is they are able to inspire you to think about things differently. That's, God damn it, I always have to say this, but that's what this whole podcast is really about, is about seeing things differently. And so what happens when you hang out with the same five or 10 people over and over and over and over and over and over on repeat, I really don't care how brilliant they are, you start to become those same people. And there's nothing wrong with that if they're amazingly wonderful, brilliant, open-minded humans who are each individually talking to their own other external people outside of your friend group. But that's not usually the case. Usually what happens is when you hang out with the same five or ten people, you're all just hanging out with the same five or ten people. And then you go to work and then you, you know, go back to your family and then you come back to the same group. And so you're not bringing in any new ideas or new conversations. And that's why things get boring a lot of times when there's no newness in a relationship or in a friendship. And I think that that's also part of my reasoning for thinking that it's really important when you're in a relationship to have other external interests and friends and relationships outside of just the two of you. Again, I have yet to be in a successful relationship, so I hesitate to give any relationship advice other than like from what I've read. But I do know that when I've been in relationships and my whole existence and all of my energy was surrounded by that one other person, that I became unhappy. And I think that that's what happens in your friend groups. When you don't expose yourself to other ideas and other ways of thinking, you just get really closed off to the world. And you think that, you know, well, my best five best friends, this is the only way that anybody in the whole wide world thinks. And anybody who thinks differently is wrong. And that's just not the facts. So my advice for sharing your friends is, and I know nobody fucking wants your advice, but I invite you to consider the next time that you are invited to an event that you ask, is it okay if I bring another friend along or two? And I invite you to then invite another friend to the event with you. And there's really something to be said about inviting someone to something or being invited to something because you could have all the reasons in the world for thinking why this person won't come with you to this event, but just inviting them says to them, I want you here with me and let them make their decision after that. If they decide that they don't want to come, that's totally fine. You can also go invite somebody else, but it's their decision. 
as soon as you put the ball in their court, as soon as you invite them, it's their decision and let them make their decision on their own. Don't decide for them that they wouldn't want to come to this thing with you. And when you get there, be polite have, you know, social courtesies and introduce them to people. And as the friend, the invitee, the attendee, be open to the new experiences. And I'm not saying you have to be like extroverted. I'm just saying like, be ready to be yourself, be authentic, have conversations, you know, don't be in your head, don't be in the stands for every interaction that you have, you got to show up and you have to be authentic. And I know that this is a lot easier said than done. But when we combine forces and when we bring our friends together, you know, a lot of times we're afraid that and we don't like actually think about this. I think this is more of a subconscious fear. But a lot of times we're afraid that, well, what if they don't get along or what if so-and-so feels uncomfortable or what if they end up talking about this they're totally gonna disagree on this they have very different viewpoints or they're never gonna invite me back or worse what if they like each other more than they like me what if their friendship blossoms like we create such greater things, such greater ideas, such greater conversations by talking to people that we don't talk to on a regular basis. I'm not saying that you should not be friends anymore with the people that you've been friends with for 20 years, but I am saying that it would make a huge difference in your line of thought if you were having conversations that were outside of your regular conversations. And it creates or it causes you to be more present. You're forced to be more present because these conversations you can't really be on autopilot for. You have to be present. You have to be paying attention. You don't know what the other person is going to say because you've never met them before. Or maybe you've met them, but it was a really long time ago. So you're giving people an opportunity to show up for you in your life as their best self and your showing them your your best self by inviting them to this thing. I used to really hate when friends would say, oh, we're going to this party. Like I remember being really self-conscious about this in high school and when certain friends would be invited to a party and would tell you about it because you're going to find out either way and they wouldn't invite you. There was like fucking nothing worse than that feeling of like being left out. And now when I think about it, I mean, I used to throw freaking ragers every February vacation because my parents would go away. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. And they already know. Um, And it was just such an awesome opportunity for me as the superlative most all around because I could invite my friends from theater and my friends from lacrosse and my friends from soccer and my girlfriends who were cheerleaders and I could invite my cousin's friends and I could invite, you know, my neighbors and their little brothers and I could invite everybody and there wasn't, it was like the perfect opportunity for me to say, hey guys, we can all be friends. Why can't we be friends? Because it's, not easy to do that on your own and so as a friend with other friends invite your friends places you guys combine the forces combine the friend groups there was nothing worse than I mean there's so many things worse I already said one thing that was worse but there was nothing worse than living in a different state and coming home to New York for only a weekend and having to split myself into fucking 47 pieces only to still disappoint people because it's not possible to see everybody and to also be upset myself at the end of the weekend because I didn't get to spend 
quality time with the people that I wanted to spend time with because I was too busy trying to get to a million places at once. And so it just, it's a lot easier to share your friends than you think. And it is a lot more fulfilling than you think. I think we think of it as work and it's really only work for a hot minute. And then my final tip for sharing friends is remembering names. And this is a really hard one. I could do a whole episode easily on remembering names. But for the five years that I worked at the my gym up in Boston, the Children's Fitness Center, one of my primary jobs was to remember names. It's like that is week one training. Memorize every fucking child's name and memorize the parents' names. I didn't really get good at that until the second year. I had already, you know, knew all the kids' names, but I couldn't remember their parents' names or their grandparents' names or their babysitters' names. That came with a lot of practice. And so I know that remembering names is not an easy skill, but you can do it. There is an episode on the Quick Brain podcast with Jim Quick. He is a brilliant man on what it takes to remember. And one of the most important or two of the most important things for remembering things are attention and motivation. And so for when it was my job, I was obviously motivated by money and by looking good for my peers and to my manager. So I was motivated in that way to remember people's names. But attention You cannot fake that. Pay the fuck attention when somebody says their name to you. The really scary thing about showing up as an outsider to a party that you you haven't seen these friends in 10 years or you've never met them before is having to remember people's names. That's really scary. So get present to reality when you walk in the door and focus. Focus on people's names when they tell them to you. And if you know that you have that you knew somebody's name, but that you haven't seen them in a really long time, reintroduce yourself and be honest. You can say, hi, I'm Liz. It's so nice to see you again. I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name. Can you remind me what it is? Even if you know their name, but they're like avoiding eye contact with you and it feels like maybe they don't know your name. This is a really polite way to initiate conversation and to show your authentic self. I'm not embarrassed that I don't remember your name. I'm sure I'm I'm pretty sure you probably don't remember my name either and it's not that big of a deal. These things happen. You have not been motivated for the last 10 years to remember my name. I understand that. And I'm not mad and you shouldn't be either. We're all adults here. These things happen. We're all humans. Mistakes happen. Okay. As the person who invited the friend be sure to introduce people. And don't introduce, this is Mike and John and Sarah and Timmy and Kyle and Joey. And don't fucking introduce 47 people at the same time. Nobody retains that. Very few people retain that. Introduce them one by one. Friend who is invited, retain them one by one. You know, I, I mean, there's just make a small goal for yourself to remember five people's names. And then if you remember seven, fucking great. If you remember four, fucking great. All right. You got four new friends that you didn't have earlier in the evening. So that's it. Share your friends. Can't remember if there was another point to this. Really just love. Love is the other point to this because those two couples that I inadvertently introduced. I love them so much and I am so grateful for them and for their love and for the lives that they've created. Six degrees of separation, we're all just slightly disconnected. You never know how the connections that you create can create something bigger than you. And I think that that's really what 
a big part of the human experiences is just creating something that is bigger than you, being part of something that will leave a legacy. So I just want to leave you with that. People helping people. It's a beautiful thing. I love you guys. Go out there and share your friends. I invite you to not fear sharing your friends because we all just want to be loved and accepted and belong somewhere. And you can create that for someone who feels left out today. All right. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find me on Instagram at Liz without a pillow. If you loved what you listened to or know somebody that would, please share it. Screenshot the episode in the podcast app, share it to your Instagram story and tag me. If you'd like to lend your personal support, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be so grateful. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. See you then.